You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. And for the first time in such a long time, yeah. we're in the same spot. What's up? Watch this. Yeah. I mean, listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're watching us do that right now, which is very possible, I have a Windows open and everything, which is a bit creepy. Please don't watch me record. It makes me self-conscious. <laughs> but welcome, guys. We're... Yes, Joey and I are in the same place today doing this recording to start off our newest game, Earthworm Jim! Hells yes! Are you excited? Yeah, let's do this. I am so excited. This is one of the weirdest games I ever played as a kid. Yeah, it's so good. It is so good! It's, I don't know why it didn't, like, continue on to I me. I know, yeah, it could have been, like, a classic. It is a classic. Though. It's a classic, but it's, like, a cult classic. Yeah. Where, like, only a few people are like, ah, oh, Earthworm Jim, yeah. remember that. And then everybody's like, what's an Earthworm Jim? And you'd slap them and be like, no, bad you, bad gamer, play this game. <laughs> but uh, Earthworm Jim, just to uh, preface this, came out in 1994, uh, released by Shiny Entertainment. Um, and, oh, you know what? I have a good internet backstory, like, almost immediately on the plot of the game, but, uh, I'm going to save that for after the break. Okay. So, we're going to just jump into a quick break here, and, uh, I guess, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do the level. Yeah, we'll do the level, and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. All right. back everybody what's up okay so i already showed joey the brief internet backstory that we're gonna do but paul help me out here it's time for a internet backstory internet backstory yeah thank you paul <laughs> um i know we don't usually do it off the bat but this plot is too hilarious to to forget about and they don't actually say anything in game but this was like in the uh instruction manual nice so let me just read here Earthworm Jim was an just was just an ordinary earthworm engaging in normal worm activities such as eating dirt, crawling, and fleeing from hungry birds. Until one day wherein fate should happen to smile upon him and his life was changed forever. The fearsome bounty hunter known as Psycrow 
was en route to deliver the ultra high tech indestructible super space cyber suit, all in quotes, <laughs> to Queen Slug for a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful name. Yeah. Um, but gotten but got in a confrontation with another spaceship and lost the suit out of the airlock. Suit fell to the earth, landing on a farm somewhere in the southern United States. Um, while fleeing from a flock of hungry crows, Jim takes refuge in the mysterious suit. The suit's powerful atomic particles affected Jim's wormy flesh and caused him to grow and evolve at a fantastic rate. Upon discovering his newfound powers granted by the suit, he overhears Psycho talking to Queen Slug for a butt and becomes interesting in meeting the Queen's twin sister, Princess What's-Her-Name. <laughs> okay, wait. Why is the Queen's sister, twin sister, princess? Shouldn't they both be... I guess one of them's got to be a queen, right? right? They can't both be queen. Yeah, I guess. She must be slightly older twin sister. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I came out two minutes earlier, yeah. therefore I am the queen. <laughs> that's And everyone forgets the other princess's name. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> fucking sucks. <bro. laughs> it's like Luigi times a billion, except yeah. Luigi had a name. This is princess, what's her name? <laughs> so good. Uh, but I had to call that out. It's such a fucking funny backstory. Yeah. Um, but the game itself, you just press start and you're, yeah, you're in playing. it. Yeah. I like, love that. That's fucking... I want every game to be like that. Yeah, you push start and you're just playing the fucking game. It's like no fanfare or anything. No it's instructions. Just, no instructions. Just like, here, you're in the game now. Um, but we are listening to the most one of the most jamminous tracks. Yeah. Oh, man. It sounded really good, right? Yeah, make, that's what makes this game also classic. Yes. The soundtrack by Tommy Tallarico. Um... Amazing video game music. Actually, he does the uh, video games live stuff. Oh, yeah? Like the orchestration of the... Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. He runs that tour. Oh, and so cool. So, guys, if you haven't heard about this, there's a touring video game symphony called Video Games Live, where they kind of just play all of your favorite video game themes or level tunes uh, with a huge symphonic orchestra. Uh, it's uh, incredible. And then yeah. in the background, they have, like, footage of the game... Oh, one time when I went, they had, like, they did Smash Brothers. They invited, like, four people to oh, play it so on good. stage while they <laughs> did it. I was too nervous to go up. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that would have been so funny. You would have beaten everyone too quickly. <laughs> it wouldn't have been fun. <laughs> but, like, that, this is a crazy show. I'd recommend going if you ever get a chance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Tommy Talrico, and then back to this. Like, holy shit, the music here is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and in the background, they're already starting to, I, I see how much care was put into the design mm -hmm. and like even the foreground background elements, yeah, yeah. uh, to what I assume is the plot or a part of the plot. Uh, this real plot is just thinly veiled yeah. nothingness. <laughs> just like thrown in there just because. You know, what, thing. you know what it reminds me of? It's like a Ren and Stimpy cartoon. Yeah. If it was a video oh, game. I, it did like. Like, remind me of something. Renaissance right? is a good, good, uh, good one. It's just, like, <laughs> the same crazy art style, cra same crazy storytelling. Yeah. Just, like, like irreverent humor of yeah. bullshit everywhere. <laughs> Over the top, just nonsensical. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and they just kind of revel in that. And, uh, like, one of the things they're talking about is just the cow launching. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't a big thing. Like, the the cow gets launched, and they make a point of saying, the cow has launched. <laughs> <laughs> the cow has launched. You have launched a... not say that. Yeah, the, <laughs> the cow has launched via a fridge falling onto a tree branch that was <laughs> underneath a cow with the shiftiest fucking eyes, by the way. <laughs> its eyes were like... <sighs> yeah. You can't see that because I was doing it. A hand motion. <laughs> I saw it. Safe to I'm in the same room as Zach. <laughs> safe to say it was funny, right? It was. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's just so irreverent and crazy how it, yeah. it deals with the hu- the state of affairs on a plot. It's almost ca- kind of like it's almost a satire on plots. Yeah. Of the time, where it's like, Definitely. nobody ca- they're like, being like, nobody cares about the plot. Right. They're just like, just play play the game. Like, nobody gives a shit what the story is. Yeah. So it's an interesting, uh, interesting time there. Um, the weapons that you have at your disposal are pretty much just twofold. You have your gun, which can shoot in eight directions, which uh, is pretty cool to have that level of aiming yeah usually yeah. it was only like up down left or right, 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 right but like having the diagonals in there too makes it a lot more convenient convenient to aim yeah uh and your head whip which can actually only go in five directions but uh with those two you pretty much have your full arsenal of what you need yeah um the enemies are pretty unforgiving agreed like you were Fuck running through guys. before <laughs> the fucking crows the are crows. they're crazy man yeah of course he's an earthworm, so one of his greatest enemies would be a fucking crow. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, like, they are relentless in chasing you down. Yeah, they won't stop. And the game... You have to kill them. Yeah, and the thing is, the game kind of throws you danger into your face. Yeah. Like, pretty quick. Like, one of the first things you do is climb across a rope, a bridge. Yeah. Underneath, like, and then there's a bunch of spikes underneath you and a guard dog that will nibble at your butt if you're not careful. Yeah, even if you are careful. Like, it'll just be so much shit going on. They don't kind of lean into right. teaching you how to play yeah, like that. just throw you in. It's just like, all right, here's some enemies, and you have a gun. Just shoot yeah. them with gun. Like, there's no, like, let's ease you in here. Right. And you see how the enemies, like, react and what they do. Yeah. No. This game is <laughs> just like, who, you know what, fuck yeah. it. Time to throw it, yeah. balls at the wall here. I guess it adds to like the replayability. Like mm-hmm. you just the first time you play, you just die a lot, so then you just keep playing it, keep start restarting. And that's the thing, though, it doesn't take like a million years for you to restart, too. Right, exactly. It just has a very quick like death animation, and then you're right back in. Yeah. Like there's not like, do you want to continue? And like, okay, yeah. now let's load the same. Like, no, 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 <laughs> none of that. You're just back in almost immediately. Yeah. So it makes that kind of gameplay more bearable. Right. Like... It's fine. It works. Yeah. If you're going to expect people to die a lot, you're going to need to get them back into the game fast. Yeah. So it's good that they do something like that. Yeah. Um, by the way, the dog's name, you want to take a guess? Um, so it's an F. Think of a really stupid, like, stereotype. <laughs> I was gonna say, think of like a stereotypical dog name from like TV shows. Fido. Oh, you're so close. Fido dog. 
<laughs> it's Fifi. <laughs> that fucking crazy-eyed dog is named Fifi. Give me a Fifi. <laughs> oh, God, no, it's on my arm. <laughs> oh, man, but yeah, holy shit. Um, so Fifi, one of the main enemies, and yet you launch the cow, which we already talked about. Uh, by the way, you have to launch the cow. Oh, yeah? The game will not progress yeah. unless you launch the cow. <laughs> like, you try to walk past it, you yeah. can't. It screen locks at this point. Okay. You have to launch the cow. That's really funny. So it, it, it's important for the plot, I assume. Yeah. That's why they have the, the whole cow launched. Yeah. Like, okay, you can move on now. Yeah, like, you've launched the cow. Now we can progress. <laughs> um, there is a little mechanic, uh, a couple mechanics in there that they do... Uh, ease you into a little bit more, and there's not a ton of danger surrounding them, is tire bouncing. Yeah. So they had a bunch of tires, because it's a tire yard, because mm -hmm. it's a junk city. Um, if you actually hold jump while you're on these tires, you jump a little bit higher. So, kind of a standardish platforming platforming-y kind of thing, mm -hmm. but they have, like, a platform that'll bounce you higher if you time it right or bounce right. It's yeah, yeah. pretty standard platforming stuff, but I can't say... Shit about it being overused because this came out in 1994. Right. So that was still kind of new. Yeah. At the time. Um, they try to convey that you can do something with specific walls. Like, okay. to like say that you can climb them. So they're trying to get like a pattern down that you can recognize. Mm -hmm. So you see certain grooves in the wall. Right. And then you realize, oh, I can climb that. Yeah. So then you're looking for anything with a grooved surface. And then you'll say, oh, I think I can climb that. Right. So it's like conveying to you, hey, you keep an eye out for these kind of grooved walls and then you might be able to climb them to progress. Nice. So it's a good little bit of conveyance because it's, um, I think brought to you in a pretty... Uh, standard area, like, like not a lot of enemies around. Right. So you can kind of like, oh, this wall looks different from the every other wall that I've seen so far. Mm -hmm. I wonder what would happen if I go near it. And like, oh <laughs> shit, he looks like he's starting to do a climbing animation when I got close. Maybe I can climb up this. Now. Oh, there you I'm go. Climbing. It'll make sense now. <laughs> um, so that's pretty neato. Uh, yeah, I said neato, excuse me. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, it really is a junk city, man. Yeah. It's just like... New junk city. Oh, it's the newest of junk city. I only want to know what old junk city was. Probably just more junk city. <laughs> you think it was just like, what would you have in old junk city as opposed to new junk city? It's probably in Great Britain. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just everyone was British. Mm. <laughs> they had the exact same things, except like... Instead of falling TVs and goldfish, it was just, like, tea and biscuits. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone in England who listens to us. <laughs> thank you, also. Yes, thank you, also, for listening, if you do. Um, but, yeah, like we mentioned, there's a conveyor belt that kind of drops a bunch of shit on you. Just to kind of hammer home that you're in a junk city. So you got, like, tires and traffic cones and bells and just fishes and fishbowls. I can't imagine actually throwing out a whole fishbowl with yeah, fish, with in, fish it. in it. <laughs> I feel like the water would, and the fish would just fall out very quickly. The fact that it's still <laughs> upright for so long yeah. is just incredible. It's like one of those dolls that like you hit it and just never falls yeah. over. 
Um, there's a few other game elements, though, in this stage. There's the zip lines uh, for a quick horizontal movement, which isn't too... It's not necessary to the stage, so it's a game element, not a mechanic. Uh, but a game mechanic that they do throw at you, though, is just swinging. Mm -hmm. So swinging on your head. That's fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Using your own head as a whip to <laughs> propel you to another side. Can you imagine trying to do that with, like, your arm or something? You don't. I, just, I tried it once, but then my arm shoulder got dislocated. <laughs> got dislocated. I so, did it with my head, like like Jimmy. Okay, can you show me right now? Yeah, watch. Oh my god! How are you doing this? Wow. Oh god, put it back on! Hey. Okay, good. Woof. I like For those... that I did the animation even though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the commitment to the <laughs> It's good commitment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in case you guys, you know, don't worry, he's fine now. Good. Back on his shoulders. It was very impressive. You had some distance on that, actually. Yeah. It went all the way to the other side of the room. Mm -hmm. We're in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very spacious closet. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so the swinging, anything shiny or hook-like, you can swing on, like, uh, the actual things that look like hooks, or the moose head. With the antlers. The beer? With the, yeah, you can actually swing on the beer. <laughs> and then Jim pops the cork open, and then, like, as his head is leaving the beer, it falls into his mouth. Uh, genius. And then, like, he reels himself back in, and now he's drunk. Great. And that's some fucking commitment, right? <laughs> that's amazing acrobatics. Yeah. I have trouble holding things that are already in my own hand. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like, having to do something that coordinated would be nearly impossible. Sometimes just holding something and it just falls out of my hand. I'm like, wait. <laughs> How did this happen? I, I thought I was... Holding something? <laughs> I, I thought I was, like, a human being and had dexterous fingers. <laughs> Apparently I just have a club for a fist. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of... Uh, there's not so much on the mainline path a safe conveyed route of how to learn this mm -hmm. there are some that are hidden in the middle of the stage if you're uh detail oriented enough and you can see that but on the main path you have like a bunch of crows and another fifi is there while you're trying to figure out how to do this or if it's even possible so it's very weirdly stressful mm -hmm. so you probably wouldn't actually figure out how to do it because you'd probably be too busy trying to right. make sure that everybody doesn't eat your own butthole. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's other times where there's just spikes below. It's just, it's very kind of, the whole game so far seems to be just kind of throw you into the fire. Yeah. And then just, I hope you don't die. Right. Or if you do that, do it again. Yeah, just keep going. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, the fast, the way that gets you back into the game quickly enough yeah. is... Pretty convenient and key. God loves Super Nintendo. Um, but there is a weird odd design choice that I noticed. So about like a third of the way in, or sorry, two thirds of the way in, uh, you have the opportunity to get a super gun uh, or super ammo. I don't know okay. what it's called. But it basically is a one, every time you get it, it's one shot of this huge like uh, like shot that goes wherever. Yeah. Uh, but you only have one of them, uh -huh. and then once that's done, you go back to your normal gun. Okay. So ideally, you'd want to probably like save that, right? Right. For like an occasion where you might need it. But you can't. But you can't. Yeah. 
you have to use it before you can use the gun again. Mm. So if you want to save that, you have to keep using your head as a weapon until you want to use the gun. Okay. So it's an interesting okay. design choice. Because most of the time, if you've got like a big heavy weapon, you want to save it, right? Right. So for like the boss or something. Yeah. But like this one's like, no, you got to use this before you use the gun again. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just using your head. Not as advanced as, you know, modern games. True. I don't know if that was an intentional design choice, though. I don't know. It, seemed, it would seem like an interesting way to be like, well, if you want to save it, sure, you can, but now you're handicapping yourself. Right. Because now you can't use your gun. You can yeah. only use your head. Yeah. Which yeah. goes in eight, five directions as opposed to your eight-direction gun. Yeah. So... I feel like saving it, like, having that mechanic would take a lot more, like, um, like coding, whatever, all that. It could be. It could also be another, again, I'm reaching on this, but it could just be another, like, commentary on games of the time, where people yeah. would try and, like, hold on to these big items and never use them. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, I might need this later. I might need to, like, well, there's something bigger out there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I gotta hold on to it for, and then you never actually use it. True. I like that. I don't know if that's a common, because I, I think of this game as, like, satire, almost. Yeah. On, like, gaming at the time. Right. So there was a lot of those types of games where they would, like, encourage you to hold on to the big, powerful weapons and mm -hmm. save them for later. Whereas this one's just like, no, you, you, you fucking use the big weapon. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't. It's good. It, like, act. It forces you to, like, have more fun. Exactly. <laughs> you actually get to, like, see how it works. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, that, like, obliterated that crow. <laughs> like, that All thing right. is fucking toast. <laughs> um, I thought it was just a cool design choice. I wanted to call it out. Yeah. Um, what else do we got here? Um, I think we just... I, is there anything I want to talk about before we get to the mini-boss here? Uh, no, we can do that. Okay, cool. So, the sentient pile of garbage, known as uh, Billy the Bin, actually. <laughs> nice. Uh, reference to Billy the Kid, in case I guess. anybody yeah. didn't catch that. <laughs> I thought I'd call it out. Um, so, Billy has a few different moves. So, uh, in his Transformer mode, he'll stomp his tire feet on the ground and call down tubas from the heavens <laughs> that try and smash you. Um, heavy instruments. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, heavy instrumentation. <laughs> Hi-oh! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a funny joke, right, Paul? Ah, <laughs> oh, Paul, you're the best. <laughs> so funny such a witty retort um <laughs> he's not gonna print anything he's not gonna <laughs> uh, now that you said it now he's gonna put like the biggest thing in yeah that's, that was what I wanted to do <laughs> um but yeah so there's falling tubas uh turn into a tank after you hit him enough and just kind of explode out anvils in your direction and then eventually he'll just start moving towards you. And if you don't jump out of the way, he'll transform from his tank form to his transformed robot form and do a huge uppercut and yeah. take away like 20% of your health. And it's nice. pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. Um, but for a first mini boss, it's very intricate. Yeah. Like a lot of the mini bosses that normally start off in the beginning are like, it Simple. moves left to right. Yeah. And it 
Ramsey or something. Yeah. Like, this one has fucking layers to it. Yeah, I feel like the bosses in this game are, are like, well thought out. They're very... It seems so far like they're very well thought out. A lot of, a lot of time and effort went into this. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, like... It's like, great. Even another smaller thing is just the background when you're moving. Uh, the background uh, also shifts. And when it shifts far enough, like, there's another layer behind the background... Because there's a there's a sun that kind of peeks through the back uh-huh. if you move enough. So it doesn't just have a foreground and a background. It has a foreground, a background, and a background to the background layer. Oh, so many layers. So there's like at least three layers of shit going on. That's crazy. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. That they put that much time and effort into something that maybe only I noticed. <laughs> I think it might just be me. If you guys noticed it, though, you should... Right into Xtreme at it's the Xtreme at gmail.com because yeah. I'm good at plugs. Yeah. <laughs> and also tell all your friends about us because they should be cool too. Don't forget to write it down. <laughs> How's that for the forced middle <laughs> plug? Um, but yeah, what was I talking about? Um, Superman? No. Yeah, uh, Superman. Yo, that dude's fucking nuts. Right. He's getting like new powers every day. Right. Like, what the fuck is he going to be able to do next? Turn back the time? Wait, he probably whip, could do that. Whip his head? He can Superman oh, whip his head oh, like yeah. a... Look at that. I don't think so. So there you go. One up. You know what? Jim, you have like a column, like Earthworm Jim, Superman. Earthworm Jim uses his head as a weapon. Superman can't. Nope. Nope. He can't just use pros, his head. Pros and cons. Pros right. and cons. There you go. Uh, our scientific study has proven that Earthworm Jim is better than Superman. Yeah. If you have a different opinion, yeah. come at me, bro. Earthworm or, Jim or uses a gun. Superman. Superman. You could, you could use a gun, too, I guess. So. But, or, but Earthworm Jim is still winning because you could Cause use, you use that. Head. Head. Yeah, there you go. Come at so me. Like, <laughs> it's like they both can use guns, but Earthworm Jim could just use his head. Are we still Superman. drunk from last <laughs> night? <laughs> I'm just trying to repeat the same thing as many times as possible. So <laughs> We might still be drunk from last <laughs> night. Uh, but then you finish it off, and it's like, very cool, yo. Yeah. Just like, you yeah, finish it off. Cool. It just says, yeah. very cool. It's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine it said, like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> like Icy Tower or something. Oh, Good. Man. Good. <laughs> Great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't really want to play that again. I know. Um, but... Yeah, it just kind of says, like, very cool. You just move on. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, and then you get to the boss of the stage. His name is Chuck. Chuck. Uh, who chills on a crane, uh, which is, I assume it's a crane. I don't know. It's holding him up in the air. Yeah. Um, and he has these magnets that drop boxes and tubas. <laughs> More tubas. What's with all the tubas? Who's throwing away all these tubas? <laughs> This is, we're in garbage place, right? Does nobody yeah. like playing the tuba? Are they, like, all rusty and... They look in pretty good condition in the pictures. Condition. They're, like, still, like, bronze. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, like... Yeah, they're still... Not, like... They're they're not, like, green. <laughs> yeah, they're not green, I guess. Uh, but Chuck is probably the most disgusting boss I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, his main retaliatory defenses here are dropping things with the crane... Or just literally puking on you. <laughs> yeah. Just literally. He doesn't even puke vomit at you. It just pukes like 
full fish. Uh, like, a whole trout just comes out of his mouth. He didn't chew it yet. <laughs> yeah. Swallow the trout. But he has, like, 50 million trout, because he just never stops puking. Gross. Can you just imagine just having a whole trout stuffed down your, like, gullet? I guess if I would puke it up. That's okay. true. But if you had, like, 50 of them, how would you even... I guess that's why he's on the crane. He can't move. <laughs> he can't dude. move. He's weighed down by all the uh, garbage trout that he's eating. Um, and the best way to beat him is by shoving boxes up his ass. Yeah, like a normal person. Yeah, you know, that's how I, that's how you normally win. Yeah. So they drop boxes onto the playing field, and there's a spring, so box plus spring equals victory, I guess? Yeah. Oh, no. The equation to victory. <laughs> uh, you got to shoot the box to get it onto the spring, and the spring springs it up, and then you spring the spring, 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 spring. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Paul, put it in like a bunch of springing sounds when I said that. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, Superman doesn't can't like use his head as a. Pro tip. Pro tip. Superman doesn't use his head. <laughs> it's a pro to protest. Um. So then it's actually an interesting progression of the boss fight. So after two hits, the crane is on, starts moving as he's puking out the trout. Uh, so you have to now time the box movements so they only bounce when he's uh, underneath it because mm. you can shoot it and try and just have it keep bouncing on the tray or the uh, spring, but it only bounces once and then it's gone. Yeah. So you actually have to time out when you're going to shoot it onto the spring so it hits him. And then after four hits, he actually starts moving and vomiting constantly. Yeah. Just constant movement and puking. It's just the grossest fucking <laughs> thing. Like, this guy Chuck that I know also. <laughs> <laughs> Did he also go on like a tilt-a-whirl or something and just like puke it out everywhere? Basically. Oh, God, I'm never hanging out with your friend. <laughs> um, and then you, you, beat, you beat Chuck. Chuck. Fucking Chuck. <laughs> I was gonna say, it seems like a long time coming. Why didn't you say, fuck Chuck? Fuck Chuck. <laughs> fuck Chuck. Um, and then Jim pulls out his pocket rocket, and we blast off again! Yeah! Into Groovy. Groovy! Yeah, and this is actually groovy. This is a pretty groovy, groovy start. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, because we just finished the stage here... Uh, we're gonna do a quick. It's gonna be well, shit. Well. No, you know what? Let's just take a break. Yeah. And then. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. And um, should we take out our own pocket rocket? All right. All right. Uh, is that do you, a euphemism? <laughs> no, that's the different kind of rocket. <laughs> All right. So if I pull out my my pocket rocket, whipping it out, and whip yeah, whip out my pocket rocket. And then, uh... Shoot it at each other. <laughs> and then we, we fly gotta, off. We gotta wind it up. Alright, so here's winding, winding. <laughs> Wrong winding! Oh! Rewinding, no!
Whoa, Nelly! Yeah. All right. <laughs> got stopped the pocket rocket and we got off. But holy, that was a crazy ride. Yeah. Uh, we went through uh, Andy Asteroids. Andy Asteroids? It's called Andy Asteroids, but like no question mark. It's yeah, it's it's Andy it's Andy Asteroids. Yeah. I don't even know. It's funny. It is very funny. I am a. It's actually kind of like a miniature bonus level. Yeah. But we wanted to talk about it here because we're not gonna keep talking about it each time. Yeah, just just give it a shout out. Give it a shout out here in the beginning when we talk about all the beginning stuff, so we don't have to keep going over it and over it and over yeah. it. But Andy Asteroids is a very fun, fun little stage. Uh, granted, it's quick, but we still wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so you have to race that Psycho fellow that we mentioned in the beginning. Um, and you uh, it's like an on-rails kind of race. Mm -hmm. So like what you're doing is you're just holding A to accelerate, mm -hmm. and then you're moving Jim left or right um, as he's on this little wormhole to the next stage. Uh, and then on the way, you gotta collect these, you could collect these fuel pods, the, the yellow, blue balls, if you get 50 of them. Was that your stomach? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we just <laughs> ate, dude! It was water digesting. <laughs> what? what? Pro tip. <laughs> Drink water to stay hydrated. <laughs> That's a good pro tip. I mean, usually I just drink, like, my own my own pee. Like, I should probably start yeah. drinking water. No, pee is less, has less water in it than water. That's true. That's true. I should, I should I'll definitely do not do that anymore. Yeah, write that one down. All right, let me just, don't, don't drink pee water. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> okay, so, moving on. Uh, if you collect 50 of these uh, fuel pods, you end up getting a... A continue, which is very convenient, um, considering you probably are dying a lot, so you might need them. Um, there are these asteroid shields that you can block the asteroids that are in the belts. Uh, and then there's the atomic accelerators that you can use to boost, and Jim words out, uh, Whoa, Nelly! <laughs> Whoa, Nelly! By the way, Jim is a very vocal protagonist. Yes. Oh my god. It it's good that he has like many different things he says. It would get annoying if he had like just three yeah. pieces. He's just like, it's not even all that much he says. It's yeah. just like also sometimes he like has a lot of different like yelping in pain animations. Yeah. Or like saying groovy a lot. <laughs> it's just like a lot of effort was also went into characterizing Jim. Yeah. yeah. Um,. Just kind of like along for the ride and be like, okay, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> There's a rocket that came out of my butt. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, another comparison? It's like Freakazoid. I don't know Freakazoid. You don't know Freakazoid? What? Yo, you gotta watch Freakazoid. What's Freakazoid? It's the, you know who did Animaniacs? Yeah. And uh, that's the same guy who did Freakazoid. Yeah. It was Steven Spielberg, actually. What? Yeah, yeah. It's I crazy. I've seen it, but I don't know. I feel like now, actually, growing up, you appreciate it a lot more. A lot oh, yeah. of subtle humor. Oh, yeah, like all of those. Like jokes you wouldn't have gotten when yeah. you were younger, but yeah, now exactly. you rewatch it. Like, like Animaniacs, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that, too. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, the fingerprints thing. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay. Um, 
Don't ruin it. This is a this is a family podcast. I won't say it. Um, but yeah, then you have to. You can also ram into Psycho if he's next to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could like try and make him slow down by ramming him into asteroids. But same can be said. He'll do the same for you. So yeah. it makes it an actual interesting race because you can actually collide with him as opposed to it just being like. He's on track one, you're on track two, you're gonna race, blah, blah, blah. No. It's actually very interesting. Makes it more of like a level than just like a little mini game. Yeah, it makes it more like also stressful because if you win, you get this cool little lasso-ish victory dance and you move on to stage two. But if you lose, you actually have to fight Psycho. Yeah. In a different level entirely. Yeah. So it's kind of like a bonus level with ramifications. Yeah. Like it's... You have to try. Because, yeah, <laughs> if you don't win, you could very well be losing a lot of lives right. getting past here. So, uh, it makes it a very interesting, yeah. like, mini-ish level. Yeah, not a full, fully bonus. Yeah. So, it's not even a full bonus level, but mm. if you play your cards right, it can be. Yeah. Uh, before we move on here, I want to do a quick internet backstory for Andy Asteroids. Internet backstory. Yeah, so Andy Asteroids is a recurring bonus stage. It has also been referred to as Asteroid Race, Banjo Race, or the Psycho Race. Oh man, that echo is back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's a description from the manual. Um, Ready for a wild ride through space? Well, hold on to your seats, because between each level, Psycho is right on your tail. Dodge the asteroids and try knocking Psycho off his rocket backpack to help you get to the finish line alive. Grab the atomic accelerators along the way to leave Psycho in the wake of your heavy ions. Of course, if you're traveling that fast, you want to stock up on asteroid shields, unless you're an expert pilot. I felt it deserved a yeah. fun little accent. Yeah, you should, like, do voices for video games. Uh, <laughs> if anybody out there is looking, and I, I have some extra time. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the FYI, Tommy Tallarico's musical theme for Andy Asteroids is a fast and banjo, is fast and banjo, like with farmyard animals bleeding in the background. That is not trivia! <laughs> that is just what happens. That's just what it is. That is what it is. It's a bad website. <laughs> Bad internet backstory, but we're done with that. Internet backstory over. Internet backstory. <laughs> Forever. No, I'm just kidding. I couldn't do that to you guys. But I think that's what we're going to call it today. Um, I think that's Good a solid intro. stopping point. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a quicker one, but we're going to be doing more. You know how this works, guys. Yeah. If you've listened to us for this long, you know how it works. Uh, but thank you guys again so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it so much. I know I do. I'm sure Joey does too. Uh, so thank you again for listening. If you want to reach out to us again, it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, all it's the extreme. So check yeah. us out. Um, Gmail, email us. Yep. That's the thing. Stuff. Just like say hi. Yeah. Come stop. Say hi. Do whatever. Send us a high five in the mail. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, like a GIF. Yeah, like just print or, or print or out GIF. a GIF of a high five. Or GIF, whatever. Or a GIF, whatever. However you say it, the right way or the wrong way. I'm not gonna say which is which. <laughs> Leave that up to you. Uh, but we also want to thank our network, uh, Never Sleeps Network. Thank you guys for hosting. 
Uh, check out Best of Friends and uh, Speech Bubble and Talking yeah. Wrestling. Um, is that it? I think that's basically it. Okay, so I guess we're going to move on to the next stage here. And uh, Joey, it's getting a bit weird in the next stage here. What's going on? I don't know, but like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> uh, I've never been an earthworm before. <laughs> I know. Are we... This is a weird perspective. Well, I mean, we're very close to the ground now as earthworms. Mm. Um, do we have our own miniature super suits? Um... I have explosion pants. Oh, yeah. Can we hide in your explosion pants? This is like getting weird one, again. Each one of us gets <laughs> into one leg of the explosion pants. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to climb into the left leg of the explosion pants. Uh, we can both be in the left leg. Fine. We'll be, okay, we're going to figure this out and get it back to you guys next week. Okay. All right, let me just, just scooch over like a little bit. Just a little bit, man. Just, I just want to, a little bit. Uh, stop wriggling. making me stickle. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.